Can you hear me okay? There is something strange with these speakers, I think. Uh, it sounds weird up here. But um, anyway, so uh, I hate being wrong. I hate it. I've made a big part of my life's work not being wrong. I used to love to argue. I think I was maybe like around 11 when my mom told me that I should definitely be a lawyer. And, uh, and now as a priest and a preacher, you know, I say, well, I don't want to lead people astray. So I really, I really study hard. So I make true judgments. So it becomes even more painful when I make wrong judgments. So I remember when, um, you remember COVID? <laughs> remember, I remember when that first hit the news before any of the shutdowns or anything. It first hit the news. I was greeting people outside mass and someone came to me freaking out saying, Father, have you heard the news? There's a new virus that's going to kill everyone. I said, don't worry about that. It's literally no big deal. This is the media hype. They want the clicks. They want the views. This is all going to pass. And, uh, well, I didn't see that parishioner for like the next month, you know, <laughs> because by that Wednesday, it was like the shutdown or whatever. I said, wow, was I wrong? I am a false prophet. <laughs> and I think I lost my credibility at that church. That's why they had to move me to another church. <laughs> you guys still think I'm good. <laughs> so, uh. I like this. I like this very much. Here's, here's the newness of Jesus. He does not teach like the scribes. He teaches as one with authority. We can only imagine what it would have been like to be there listening to the scribes, probably with all their mumbo jumbo. Actually, we don't have to imagine it because we can just listen to today's scribes. I mean, even Catholic ones. And, you know, God bless the biblicists like we need them. But the moment they start talking, you know what I mean? Well, why didn't Paul, why wasn't Paul married? Well, because he had a family, but they all died in the volcano because there was the eruption. Seriously? Can't, can't, why can't you just have Paul, he didn't get married because he didn't meet the girl he wanted to marry. And then he, meet, and then he met Jesus. Isn't that enough? Why do you have to come up with all these esoteric, strange interpretations that nobody understands? Or I talked to this one biblicist. He tells me, well, the newest theory is that all the apostles were really teenagers. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I gave him a really hard time. <laughs> he, he didn't want to talk to me after that. I said, why do you have to? You guys just want to publish books. That's what you want. So you have to come up with something new. It makes no sense. It's like if they were all teenagers, how is Peter married? And besides that, why would they call John the beardless one? Since clearly the beardless one means the youngest one. So maybe, yeah, maybe he was a teenager. But I mean, you have to come up with all these like strange things. And, and in the end, you know what happens in the end? Nobody cares. <laughs> and nobody loves God more. That's the big problem. So you talk about all this studies and it doesn't lead anybody to care more about themselves, God or their neighbor. Instead, here's one who speaks with true authority, Jesus, who speaks about life, who makes judgments that give us life, that allow us to move and take certain steps forward in life, 
that allow us to be less afraid. And we have to know then how to listen to discover this true teaching with authority. Because the true teaching with authority of Christ continues today in the church. Not always through me, you see. I make wrong judgments sometimes. But in the world, when we listen to people, we have to learn to discern who are the false prophets and who are the true prophets. And we make this comparison, the false prophets with the true, and that's helpful to see who's true. But the greatest and most ultimate comparison that we make is of the voice of the one we're listening to. We compare it with our heart. We say, does this sound true? Does this land true? Does this, does this help me understand myself more? Or does this, sound, does this sound like giving up on my heart? Does this sound like giving up on my needs and my desires? And God gave us this heart precisely for this reason. So we would be able to be able to discern the truth and discover it when it became present. And here, Jesus, who proclaims what is true, where he himself is the truth in the flesh. A person is the truth, not simply a proposition or a dogma, although we also have that. So my friends, let us uh, not allow the world to overcome us with their false prophecies, but us, let us truly do the work, the Christian ascesis, to listen to our hearts and to compare it with everything that we meet so that we could truly know that Jesus is risen and he continues to be present here today.